Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Fire and Ice Sports. As always, my name is Evan Smoke. I am your resident fire here on the show. And about three hours southeast of me, attending Georgia Southern University in Statesboro is the local ice Bryce Wheeler. Bryson, how are we doing today? Doing great. I mean, the Braves are up 7 nothing right now. We had an early day game today. It's been a fun one to watch. Hope they keep it up because after today, hopefully we'll be one and a half back of the Mets. But, yes, that is the goal. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get into some NFL, though, before we get into the Braves real quick. And we haven't talked any NFL yet, so we're going to give a lot of NFL right here. We're going to give division winners, Super Bowl picks, MVP, Defense Player of the Year, Offense Rookie of the Year, Defense Rookie of the Year, all kinds of stuff like that. So let's get into it. The first division, we've got the AFC East. We've got the Bills, who are, you know, the favorites, should win the division, hands down, my opinion. But you've got two sneaky teams right there with the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Dolphins add Tyreek Hill. You know, Tua's got him and Waddle to throw to. Their defense took a step up this offseason. And then the Patriots. You've got Mac Jones in his second year after having a good rookie year. And then you've got the Jets. Now, yes, they should finish last in this division, but they have a lot of really good young players. If Zach Wilson can have a decent year, who knows what they can do. you got Sauce Gardner on defense, who they just drafted at four overall. A lot of other really good draft picks right there. So what are your thoughts on this division, and who is your pick to win it? Well, I think I'd be remiss to say if anyone doesn't pick the Buffalo Bills, they're just wrong. Um, I think especially coming into this year, the Buffalo Bills, are for a lot of people, are the odds-on Super Bowl favorite. I have always been a big Josh Howard guy. There is a video circulating that if it ever, if the Bills ever do win the Super Bowl, you guys will see. Um, I'm very confident in what uh, Sean McDermott and that team has built up there in Buffalo. Uh, this this team is going to be scary good, and I would I would I expect high things from them this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I fully expect the Bills to win the division. I do think the Dolphins finish ahead of the Patriots, though. I'm not high on the Patriots this year. Their offense is going to be abysmal, in my opinion. They have no pass catchers, no playmakers on offense. I think Mac Jones looks. I, while he had a fairly solid rookie season, he was not spectacular and I think he's not going to be spectacular again I, I'm not that high on Mac Jones we'll see what he can do in the AFC North you have a you know pretty loaded division you've got the Ravens the Bengals the Browns and the Steelers and I would say at least the top three that I just named could win the division who knows maybe even the Steelers if they get lucky with Kenny Pickett there but the Ravens and the Bengals are definitely your favorites with Deshaun Watson being out with the Browns for uh, it's 11 games, correct? Correct. Okay. So you've got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and then you've got the Super Bowl losers from this past year, Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So what are your thoughts on this stack division, and who do you have? Well, this division for years to come is going to be an amazing, amazing race to watch. But I think this year I'm going to have to go with the Ravens. I think the Bengals are going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Um, other than that, I think you're just. Gonna, I think they're both going to make the playoffs. I don't think the Bengals win the division this year. So I've got Ravens one, Bengals two. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Steelers three because I do. Even though with a little bit of car, quarterback controversy, that defense is very good. It's one of the scariest in the league. Um, starting Jacoby Brissett or Josh Rosen for 11 games out of the year is never going to be a recipe for success. And Deshaun Watson's first game back is going to be back in Houston, um, which and who knows how that's going to go with all of the you know, booze and all field issues that he experienced the past year there. So 
you probably really you would probably only get Deshaun Watson for week 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. So that's what five games left. It's going to be a very interesting, uh, you know, way for the Browns to handle it. So I'm going to take the Ravens one, but I also have the Bengals making the playoffs. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. I think Lamar Jackson, this offense is going to be too much to handle. I think Mark Andrews is due for a monster year. This defense has, you know, is a really good defense for the Ravens. The Bengals, I think they just kind of peaked early. I don't think that this team is really all that. Now, do I think they're a really good young team? Yes. Could they make the Super Bowl or be a Super Bowl contender for the next three, four years after this? Yes. Do I think that they are there this year, though? No. And like you said with the Browns, it all just kind of depends on how the quarterback play is without Watson. If Watson had been there the whole year, I think I'd pick this team to win the division because outside the quarterback position, they're probably the best team in the division. But like you said, when you're starting a guy like Jacoby Brissett versus Kenny Pickett, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson, it's not a good recipe. So let's jump to the AFC South. Wait, I would like to comment on one thing. I I understand while Kenny Pickett will be the guy eventually, there will be some quarterback controversy in Pittsburgh. Rudolph will start a game or two. Trubisky will start a game or two. I don't know if Pickett will even win the job until week 10 or so. That's going to be a very deep and season-long race in my opinion. I'm kind of opposite. I've been hearing a lot of really good things about Kenny Pickett in the preseason and camp and stuff. I think he starts week one. I could be wrong. But I, I really expect him to be the quarterback week one out there for the Steelers. But let's jump to the AFC South. And you've got some pretty bad teams with some two kind of average teams in here. You've got the Texans, who are going to be absolutely abysmal. Now they do have Davis Mills, who had a pretty good rookie season last year. But then you have the Colts. The Colts with Matt Ryan now in. Michael Pittman's going to be really good. Jonathan Taylor returns at running back. Huge. Just, I mean, he's amazing at running back. One of, if not the best in the league. The Jaguars are going to be absolutely terrible again. But T-Law in his second year, hopefully he can, you know, show some signs of why they picked him at number one. I think he does have a much improved year. And then the Titans, I think they're a team that's going to take a major step back from the last few years. I think it's time for them to move on from Tannehill. They do have Malik Willis now. We'll see what they do there. You still have Derrick Henry, though, one of, if not the best running backs in the league as well. I think it's a two-team race between the Colts and Titans, and I'm picking the Colts. I think this Colts team is a sleeper to win not just the division, and not just AFC, but I think they could be a sleeper pick to win the Super Bowl. I think they're a really good team. What are your thoughts on this divisional race? Everything you just said makes is in agreement with me, man. I, I love Matt Ryan. I know him and Atlanta needed a time to separate, but he's still a very – I wouldn't say great quarterback, but he's probably one of the best of the good tier that there is in this league. He is always consistent. Um, the wide receivers are going to be the question mark because obviously while Michael Pittman's a really good one, um, you're going to have to be able to have that secondary production somewhere on the team. Uh, Jonathan Taylor should have a beast year. The offensive line is one of the best in the league. Defense led by Kitty Moore and Darius Leonard, or excuse me, Shaquille Leonard, should always be very, very uh, stout. It always is up there under Frank Wright, uh, even though he's an offensive guy. So I've got the Colts winning this division. I think they can win in handily. Um, and like you said, I, I do have them as a dark horse candidate to not only win the AFC but the Super Bowl. 
I'd probably put the tight end second, but like you said, I think the days on Tannehill is a, is a, is a ticking clock. You don't take Willis, even as low as they took him in the third round, you don't take somebody with that much potential if you're not going to at least explore your chances with it. Uh, so beyond that, I'm excited to see. I do have the Jaguars finishing third and the Texans fourth just because uh, while both two, both of those teams should be top five draft picks next year, um, they're, I do have the Jaguars squeaking out ahead of the Texans. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, let's jump into probably the best division in all of football, and it's the AFC West. You have the Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, and Chargers, who are all very much uh, contenders to win this division. And also, I would say, all are Super Bowl contenders. I think that it's going to be a Chiefs or Chargers at the top. And I'm still going with the Chiefs. You have Patrick Mahomes. He may be the best quarterback in the league. I think it is Aaron Rodgers right now. I mean, he's a two-time defending MVP. But he's top two, probably. And then you've got Justin Herbert, the up-and-coming star, who's a top five or six quarterback in the league, who's been playing amazing, has playmakers all around him with Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, all kind, Josh Palmer, who I think is going to have a really good year, all kinds of stars. The Broncos, they get Russell Wilson this year. Huge game for them. We're going to see what they can do. I think they finished last in this division, though. I think the Raiders getting Devontae Adams is going to be a huge – Huge help for them. I mean, the Raiders have so many playmakers now with him, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, all kinds of guys for Derek Carr to throw to. So I think it goes the Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, and a lot of people are probably going to hate that having the Broncos last in the division. But what are your thoughts on it? Are you ready for this? And this yes. is going to come out of left field. I have Vegas winning this division, and I think they're going to be the most complete team. You talk about the addition of Devontae Adams, and that seemed to always be the Achilles heel for this Raiders team, especially with Derek Carr being the quarterback. They've never had a strong wide receiver one. You return the college best friends uh, of Fresno State to Vegas. You not only add uh, Josh Jacobs in the backfield, but you get Zamir White, who I know is not a perennial running back, but he's had a great preseason and will be able to contribute. The offensive line should be sneakily good. Derek Carr should take a step forward. Also on the defense, they had Chandler Jones um, This with Max Crosby. Uh, they do lose Casey Hayward, but they do draft a pretty good defensive back class uh, throughout this draft as well. Um, I think the Raiders are going to take the necessary step. I have them one. I have the Chargers two. Uh, I think Justin Herbert finally moves into the top and moves forward. I do have the Chiefs three. They're going to be the seventh seed or they're going to miss the playoffs. I'm very, very worried about how Patrick Mahomes and this defense is going to work out now that they don't have Tyreek Hill. I think, or excuse me, this offense, now that they don't have Tyreek Hill. I think that's going to be a major blow. They're going to have to learn to cope with turns with that. And honestly, the Broncos could win this division, even though we both have them fourth. Like we said, this is a loaded division, but I'm going to take the Raiders and the Chargers definitely in the playoffs with the Chiefs either the seventh seed or right outside. Evan, I think I mean I don't hate the Raiders pick at one, but I think you're thinking a little too much at you know bashing the Chiefs like you are. I know losing him, uh, Tyreek Hill's a huge loss, but they still have so many playmakers. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is a really good wide receiver. He just has not been able to do anything because he has not had a quarterback. When he had a quarterback, he put up 1,400 yards in a season. They've still got Cole Hardman and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who are very, very fast playmakers. 
Sky Moore, the rookie, I expect huge things out of him. Oh, and by the way, they still have a guy named Travis Kelsey at tight end who's probably going to be – he's probably going to put up outstanding numbers this year, record-setting numbers. And I think this defense is going to be really good. I love the addition of Trent McDuffie in the secondary. I love the pick at George Karlaftis on the defensive line. I think he's going to fit in well with Derek Naughty and Chris Jones. I think this team is going to be really good. I think they're top three or four team for the Super Bowl still. I think you're way overthinking it. Maybe I am. I just I am not sold on the Chiefs this year. Everything that I've seen, there's always that stretch in the middle of the year where Patrick Mahomes does not perform well and without Tyreek Hill to bail him out because then all the pressure is going to be on Travis Kelsey. I think this team obviously uh, – you know, like I said, I this team is so loaded – the Chiefs can finish fourth or first, and so could the Raiders, and so could the Chargers, and so could the Broncos. I've got the Chiefs right now probably as that seventh seed in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I do think this division gets at least three three playoff teams in no matter what happens, though. But let's jump to a division on the other side in the NFC that's going to be much weaker than the division we just talked about. They've been weak for a while, but a couple of teams are on the come up. It's the NFC East. You've got the Cowboys, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Commanders. The Commanders getting Carson Wentz at quarterback. I mean, I guess it's a step up. We will see. Who really knows? Um, you've got the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. People are expecting huge things out of him. They also get A.J. Brown this year. It's, they're going to be a very interesting team, Boys, in my opinion, at the top of this division. The Cowboys lose Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup's out for a while. Who knows what they're going to be like. Yes, they do have C.D. Lamb still and Dalton Schultz, but I still think they're missing a piece there on offense. You've got Micah Parsons on defense, who's an absolute stud, though. Ready to watch him in the second year. And then you have the Giants. They're looking to move on from Daniel Jones very soon. If he does nothing again this year, they're going to move on from him. So what are your thoughts on the NFC East? I still don't have a pick, and I've been thinking about the division ever since we started this podcast. Because I've seen the Cowboys, but I don't trust them. I've seen the Eagles, but I don't know if they're ready enough. I've even seen the Commanders, but that's if you trust Carson Wentz, which we both know I don't. If I no had to be able to get I'd probably put the Eagles one and Cowboys two. The Eagles, they seem like the most complete team, but they've got to take the step forward. You know, that's going to be the key for them. Jalen Hurts has got to be better. A.J. Brown's got to fit in well. Dallas Goddard has to be phenomenal, just like he was last year when they traded Zach Ertz. Um, I think all of these things can happen, um, but this this division doesn't scare me in the sense of they're too good and I don't want to play them. This division scares me because I don't know how it'll happen. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with the Cowboys to win the division slightly over the Eagles, but I wouldn't surprised to e- be surprised either way. And I think both teams win about 10 or 11 games. I don't think you see a 12-13 team or a win out of this division. I think 11 is probably the ceiling for these teams. But it'll be an interesting race between the two. Let's jump to the NFC North. You've got the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, and the Vikings here. And, Evan, I really want to go Super Bowl the Lions to win this division. The Lions are a – yeah, I know. I think they're a really slept-on team this year. I love what they've done in this offseason. The Packers losing Devontae Adams, I, I, I get it's Aaron Rodgers and all, but I'm really worried about this 
Packers team? Who are they going to throw to? I said, you know, the Chiefs losing Tyree Kill, and not too, too big of a deal because of all the player makers they have. The Packers don't have anybody to replace Devontae Adams, in my opinion. The Vikings, I mean, yeah, they have Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, but what else, and Dalvin Cook, what else do they really have besides that? Do you trust their defense? Do you trust Kirk Cousins that much? I mean, we all know the Bears are going to be terrible, but I love this Lions team. Let me look at their depth chart real quick. I You've got Jared Goff at quarterback, who's nothing special, but very He's serviceable. He's serviceable. Yeah. At running back, you've got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. I think DeAndre Swift is about to have an amazing season. I'm very hoping he falls to me in my in our fantasy league in round two. Uh, at wide receiver, they have a Monroe St. Brown who had a phenomenal year last year. DJ Chark comes in. Josh Reynolds, Quintez Cephas, lots of good playmakers. TJ Hawkinson at tight end. This offense line with Penny Sewell and Frank Ragnow, really good offense line. Jonah Jackson. They draft Aiden Hutchinson on the D-line. I think Hutchinson very well could be the defense rookie of the year. I love what this team's done. I think they're a sleeper to win this division. I will be shocked if they don't come within two games of winning this division. I guess I'll go with Pat, the Packers as of now just because Aaron Rodgers, but just know I think the Lions will very much be in this race. What are your thoughts? Are you ready for this? Yes. What if I told you the Lions finish second and the Vikings win the division? Here's my point. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers' offense is abysmal right now. His running back, Aaron Jones, just got paid a huge contract, and he's pretty serviceable. Like, he's good. I'm not saying he's bad, but he's not great. You never really want to – Aaron Jones is not a top five running back, and he's a fringe top ten at that. Your offensive line, other than uh, – I always butcher his name. The guy who starts with a B that's like best friends with Aaron Rodgers. Um, David Bakhtiari. Yes, there. Um, he's always great, but the rest of the line is questionable. Your wide receiver core is absolutely depleted after losing Devontae Adams at, MS, at MBS. Your only returning starter is Alan Lazard, who can't stay healthy for anything. Their defense – while well, they, tra- they drafted two defensive guys this year, being Devontae Wyatt and Clay Walker, both out of Georgia. And they're great guys, but they're not immediate playmakers. I'm very worried about this team, and I would be very, very – oh, listen, Brazen, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they missed the playoffs this year. But I do trust Aaron Rodgers, so there's something to think there. I do agree with you that the Lions are great. That I only made that noise because I don't think they could beat the Vikings. Kevin McConnell – who has now took over for the, excuse me, the Vikings, got Jared Goff to a Super Bowl. Took that man to a Super Bowl. It actually had him play pretty well. I think we both agree that Kirk Cousins is a more talented quarterback than, uh, excuse me, Jared Goff. I'm sorry, I'm slipping yes. on my words here. Um, the Vikings lost seven games last year, separated by one score or less. Seven games. This team could have been great and won the division last year. Now you add Lewis Seed, who is a great uh, safety. You add um, – who else did they add? Uh, who was the quarterback that they added? Did they add Booth? That they got? I can't remember. They added somebody early in the second round that was great as well. Um, this defense should be better. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Also tight end Irv Smith Jr. is not a bad tight end. He's pretty average, but he can do the job well. 
I'm excited to see what the Vikings team do. I've got my buddy on them winning the division this year. Hey, I mean, I, I don't hate it. I think any of those three teams that I mentioned could win it, the Lions, Packers, or Vikings. Now, we all know the Bears are not going to. They're going to be terrible again. I already bet them to score the least amount of points in the league. But, like I said, I think any of those three teams can win it, and I think the Lions are going to shock a lot of people this year. Let's jump to the NFC South, the division of our beloved Falcons. The Falcons are going to be terrible. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. The Panthers, I think they're going to be pretty bad as well. They do get Baker Mayfield. Christian McCaffrey returns. He's healthy again. I expect huge things out of McCaffrey. The Saints and the Bucks, though, the divisions again come down to them. I think the Buccaneers win it. Tom Brady comes back. You've got Mike Evans, Russell Gage, Chris Godwin, playmakers galore. Leo Jones. Oh, yeah, Julio Jones, playmakers galore for this team. And then the Saints, they do have Jameis Winston, expecting a lot of touchdowns out of him, but a lot lot of interceptions as well. I think the Bucs win it, Saints second, Panthers third, probably Falcons fourth. What are your thoughts, though? That is completely in agreement over here. Uh, The Falcons are tanking. I guess I'll have to just sit through another year of that crap, but at least we know we're tanking this year, so I'm prepared. Um, the Panthers should be decent, decent in the sense of like seven and nine. Um, the Saints should win probably the 11 or 12 games that we talked about. Um, you know, kind of how where the Cowboys and the Eagles are, and the Bucks will probably win about 13. I think that's kind of how this division is going to play out. All right, let's jump to the last division, the NFC West. It's another loaded one. Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. I think any team besides the Seahawks could win this division. Seahawks are going to be terrible after losing Russell Wilson. Literally, the only two players that they have are DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They need to probably get rid of them because there's no use for them to even be on the team. The 49ers, they're moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo, moving to Trey Lance. going to be an interesting move. I do not have much faith in Trey Lance yet. I did love him coming out of college. I just have not seen him play yet, so I'm not picking them to win this division. The Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, pretty much everybody returns besides Vaughn Miller for that team. The Cardinals, Kyler Murray, D-Hop. D-Hop's out for, what, six weeks, I think it is. Yeah, but when he returns, going to be really strong. They get Hollywood Brown as well. I think I have the Rams win this division again. I think it's going to be a good race, though. What are your thoughts? I've got the Rams winning this division. I've got the 49ers coming in second, and I have the Cardinals missing the playoffs once again, and then third, Seahawks in a distant fourth. All right. Well, I do have a question with that. If the Cardinals miss the playoffs again, what what are they going to do with Kyler Murray? I mean, I understand they're not getting rid of him, but all this contract negotiation talk with them, what, what are they going to do with that? Because you're talking about paying this guy, you know, one of the most – in the league, and you're going to miss the playoffs for back-to-back years? I mean, is he really that good? Well, see, while I agree with you, I think if the Cardinals miss the playoffs this year, you're going to see uh, Mr. Cliff Kingsbury take a walk. Yeah, I could definitely see that. (coughs) So, playoff predictions. Um, Here we go. I've got the Rams, the Vikings, the Bucks, and the – Eagles as my division winners. I'd probably go Rams and Bucks, top two seeds. 
And then the Vikings third with the Eagles finishing fourth. Uh, for my fifth playoff team, that would probably be the 49ers. Uh, the six being – honestly, if, if in, in my rankings I had the Packers finishing third, so the sixth team would probably be uh, the Lions and the last and the seventh place team being the Saints. All right. I mean, I pretty much agree with that. I'm going with the Rams win the division, the Buccaneers, the Packers instead of the Vikings, though. I will go with one being the – I'll go Bucks one, Rams two, Packers three, whatever. Then I'm just going to say my wild card teams, I'll go with the Saints – the 49ers, I'll go with the Cardinals and the Vikings. Uh, who do you have coming out of the NFC, though? Um, I know this is going to sound pretty cliche, but I would take the Rams again to make it back. Okay, well, I'll go a little different. I'm going with the Bucks. I think Tom Brady's going to have another phenomenal year, has way too many playmakers. I think this defense is going to be really stout again. I'm going with the Bucks. Okay. All right, let's jump to the AFC. What do you have going on there? I probably have the Bills as the one seed. Probably the Ravens as the two. Raiders as the three. Colts as the four. Chargers at the five. I'm going to go the Dolphins or not the Bengals at the six. And then the Chiefs at the seven. Okay. Who do you have coming out of the AFC? I'm going to take Josh Allen and the Bills. All right. And, I mean, that seems like what everybody's picking, so I don't want to pick it. I like to go a little, you know, off the wall with some of my picks. Some teams that I could very well see doing it. The Chiefs, Chargers. I guess. I, I guess I'm going with either the Chiefs or the Chargers. I I'm going to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy. Them losing Tyreek Hill, people have been bashing them for forever, it seems like. I'm going to go with them. I think we're going to see a Chiefs and Bucks matchup again in the Super Bowl. We saw it a few years ago. Brady, Mahomes. It's going to be another fun one. I'm going to go with Brady getting his eighth ring. Is that correct? That would be correct, yeah. Golly. Yeah. Brady gets his eighth ring this year. Dang. I don't know if you're watching the game, but they just hit Austin Riley with the bases loaded. Well, this is just an absolute blowout going on. But um, who do you have winning the Super Bowl? I'm going to take the Bills over the Rams. I'm going to make my prophecy right. And, I mean, I do think that's probably the most logical thing. But, like I said, I like to go off the wall with some picks. It's not fun if I just say everything that everybody thinks. You got to go off the wall. So I'm going to go off the wall with my MVP picks right here. I don't have it yet. Do you have yours? MVP. I need to look up some stuff real quick. I'm going to look up MVP odds. I got to go somebody at least plus 2,000 or worse. That's what I'm going to go. Got to make it interesting. So, the MVP of the NFL, if I've got the Rams and I've got the Bills, I'll give it to Josh Allen. 
Yeah, I mean, that that definitely makes sense. All right, I will go. But don't be surprised if Matt Stafford brings it home either. Matt Stafford's plus 1,500. Still not high enough. Let's see. Lamar Jackson at plus 2,000 could definitely. Okay, I got you one. Plus 2,500. Derek Carr. Okay. I like it. All right. Well, let's get to the defensive player of the year. Who's your pick there? TJ Watt. Yeah, I'm not going to overthink it. I said I like to go off the wall. It's going to be him or Aaron Donald, though, 99% likely. I'm going to go with TJ Watt as well there. Let's go with offensive rookie of the year. Who do you have? I need a second. I got to remember what happened. I'm not taking a quarterback. I probably would take a wide receiver. The odds. So. I know There's my one for each division, right? What'd you say? There's one for each division. Or is it? Is it? I always forget. Is there a NFC and a defensive offense rookie of the year? There's no. Nah, I think it's just offense, defensive rookie of the year. Let me. See. I'll take. And and I will take this only because he will be. The pro it'll be between Garrett Wilson and Drake London, not because they're the best rookies, but just because they will have the most productions because no one else will be able to catch the ball for that team other than Kyle Pitts and Elijah Moore. All right, I got three names at plus 1600 or worse odds that I really, really like. The first one, Romeo Dubes, wide receiver for the Packers. I think he's going to have a really good year for Aaron Rodgers. I think he very well could be their number one. Things going to be very interesting there. Did the Braves just hit a grand slam? Oh, please don't tell me that. I'm a little behind. Uh, (laughs) Well, Matt Olson just hit one into the river. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Legit in the river. We are up 13-0. Oh, yeah. That ball legit just went into the river. Okay, well, let me see it from a damn self. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, Rob Tubes, <coughs> Pierce is my second guy. I think he's going to be the Texans' number one. Am I being a Florida homer here? No. I think he's that good of a running back. He is a very hard, hard-nosed hard <laughs> runner. He's going to be phenomenal. I think he's another guy who can win offense rookie of the year. And then Brian Robinson. The running back out of Alabama. People are talking about him starting over Antonio Gibson. I don't fully understand it, but if it happens, he's very well in the conversation. I'm going to go with Romeo Dubes, though. I think him and Aaron Rodgers are going to have that type of connection. I think he may even go over 1,000 yards. I think he's the offensive rookie of the year. Who is your defensive rookie of the year? I'm going to take Sauce Gardner from the New York Jets. Yeah, I mean, I love Sauce Gardner. That's who I was going to pick, too. I think Aiden Hutchinson may get it just because of the sack numbers I think he could pick put up. And Sauce Gardner is not going to put up numbers, and that's a really good thing because people are not going to target – they're not going to throw at him. So that's all, all right. I have for the NFL. Do you have anything else? I just saw that ball. That ball was crushed. Holy yeah. crap. It okay. Was. But do you have anything else on the NFL? Um, Falcons take Will Anderson number one next year. 
I would love that for the Falcons. Will Anderson is an absolute dog. All right. Well, let's get into the MLB. And really all we're going to do is give a little divisional rundown. We'll start in the National League East with our beloved Braves. As we said, we are up 13 to nothing right now. This will make us one and a half games back in the division. There's one thing I want to talk about for the Braves real quick. And I want to give props to Kyle Wright and Max Freed, the two games they have pitched the last two days. Max Freed very well could have had a complete game last night. They did not really want to burn him. He was at 95 pitches through eight in. Absolute gem that he threw last night. Kyle Wright, he's still pitching in the eighth inning. He has a shot at a complete game today already. I mean, the two have been absolutely dealing. They've been huge helps for the Braves, especially Kyle Wright, because we did not expect this out of him. Vaughn Grissom has been killing the ball, had his first three-hit game yesterday. Michael Harris has still been playing really good. It's good to see Ronald Acuna picking it up. William Contreras has been playing some really good ball. I mean, it just seems like everything's clicking for the Braves right now. We are definitely coming for the Mets. We are one and a half back. As I said, the Phillies are 10 back of the Mets right now. What are your thoughts on the NL East, and who's going to end up winning it? It's going to be so close, man. Like, it really is. And, I, and we've said it all year, you know, if the Braves could pass the Mets, they won't give it back up. But it just seems like every time – and William Contreras is just freaking – oh, my God. This team is just firing on – oh, there's another error. Firing <laughs> on all cylinders. I mean, it's just been scary how good this team has been this last couple of days. I mean, I understand we're playing the Pirates, but not only you took two out of three from the Astros, you took three out of four from the um, – from the Mets, you swept the Red Sox. I mean, we have just been absolutely killing good teams, not bad teams outside of the Pirates these last two games in the day, but just good teams. Matt Olson is on pace to break doubles record. Austin Riley still looks like an MVP, even though he's cooled down some. Andy Rosario has two working eyes now. I mean, it's scary on how good this team is. This rotation has been pretty good outside of Jake Odorazzi. O- 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 who had a decent game on Monday. So who knows, man? Um, I've got I've got the Breds the Breds, the Braves winning this division maybe by a game. I mean, it's gonna be so close, but just the way we're playing right now, I, I don't know a way where we don't go and catch them. Yeah, I think the Braves are gonna win it too, but I think it comes down to the division or the uh series at the end of September. We have three games with them. I think it's September 30th and then October 1st and 2nd. Going to be a huge series. I'm looking to go to maybe that Sunday game. I think that whole series right there is going to decide the winner. Let's jump to the NL Central. You have the Cardinals leading it. We get the Cardinals this weekend for three games. They have a five-and-a-half game lead over the Brewers. They've been playing phenomenal ball, 9-1 and one in their last 10. They just uh, broke up their eight-game win streak yesterday. Brewers have been playing a little bit bad lately. They're four and six in their last ten. They're five and a half back. I fully expect the Cardinals to win this division. Albert Pujols has been absolutely shredding the ball. Seven home or uh yes, seven homers away from seven hundred. I'm really, really hoping he gets to it. Not sure if he will though. What are your thoughts on the Cardinals and Albert Pujols? Well, as much as I hope the Cardinals lose this weekend, I do think they're gonna win this division. Uh, I think that's going to be the easiest thing to say. It's probably the easiest outside of the you know, West. Uh, so I'm going to take the Cardinals there to win pretty handily. All right. Well, in the NL West, you've got the Dodgers with a 18-and-a-half game lead. 
they just don't lose. I mean, the Padres are 11 games over 500, and they're 18 and a half back. The Giants are 524 games back. Diamondbacks are 10 games below. And then the Rockies, they're 16 below. The Dodgers are definitely going to win that division. No need to go into any more depth there. In the AL East, you've got the Yankees with an eight-game lead. They've been struggling like they're four and six in their last ten. The Rays have been playing good ball. They're eight and two in their last ten. The Blue Jays, they're only eight and a half back in this division. The Orioles, who have shot everyone this year, eleven and, or eleven back in the division, they're games above five hundred. And then the Red Sox, who've been shockingly disappointing this year, they're three below five hundred and fifteen and a half back. What are your thoughts on the AL East? Yeah, the Yankees have not been playing that well since the trade deadline, but they're still going to win this division. Um, got a, They put the Mets the last two days, which is a big win for us and themselves as well as they build confidence back. Team's still scary good, um, but they're kind of cool it off from their out-of-this-world play that they had a little bit of the summer. All right. In the AL Central, you have the Guardians with a three-game lead over the Twins and four over the White Sox. I really hope that the White Sox can win this division because – I bet on them to win it before the year, but I still think the Guardians are probably going to win it. I don't really know why or how they're going to win it, but they're playing some good baseball right now. Who do you have win this division? I'm going to go with the Twins. We'll have the Twins in the middle. Uh, I think they're going to come back and catch the Guardians. All right. West. I'm sure we all have the Astros. They're 11 and a half up of the Mariners. The Mariners, ugh, the Mariners, I've been playing some pretty good ball, though. The Rangers are in third in the division, fourth the Angels, and fifth the Athletics, who have been absolutely awful. So do you have anything else on the MLB? Von Grissom needs to learn how to stay on his feet when he swings at the pitch. Fair enough. And another thing I want to talk about is what what are we going to do with those? Because something's got to give. I mean, I think you're going to release them. Now, when, I'm not sure, but he's not going to be on the team next year. Nobody's going to trade for him. I think he's going to be released. He's not going to be on the roster in September. I I don't know what you're going to do, really, though. That's my guess. All right. Well, do you have a bold prediction? The Mets lose the series to the Rockies this weekend, and we sweep the Cardinals and take first place going into Monday. Okay. Well, I definitely have my ball waiting on this one. It's Christian McCaffrey wins offensive player of the year. I think okay. McCaffrey's going to have a season this year coming off the of injury. I don't think he has a third straight year getting injured, and I've been saying it. And you can call me crazy. Whoever's listening to this podcast can call me crazy. When McCaffrey is healthy, he is by far, by far, the best running back in the league. Better than Derrick Henry, better than Jonathan Taylor, better than anybody. People forget how good he is when healthy. I think he's going to stay healthy this year, put up insane numbers. As a pass catcher, a runner, and a pass blocker, he's by far the best running back in the league. Christian McCaffrey for Offensive Player of the Year. I like it. All right. What well, do you have any words? Uh, I don't like the Mets. <laughs> I don't either. So go Braves, go Hawks, and go Falcons. <laughs>